0: In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Behold the maidservant of the Lord. When life comes at you in ways you don't expect, how is it that you respond? This morning, St. Mary responds, Behold the maidservant of the Lord. And the word maidservant here is the word doulos which means the slave of the Lord. Behold the slave of the Lord. What do you do when life as you once knew it is completely thrown out of whack? And your sense of safety and predictability is flipped upside down and it's traded for the fearful unknown. Some people get angry and start fighting with others. They start flipping tables and shouting and they lose control when the world around them seems to be out of control. Other people go right for their source of comfort, a pint of Ben and Jerry's Glampfire trail mix, ice cream and spoon after spoon trying to satisfy and comfort themselves with each bite of delicious sweetness and crunch as it sits within their stomachs. And at the end, they are left feeling full, and yet, still empty. So what is it that we do when life comes at us? Today, we read about a maidservant, who when life came at her, she chose to live for God, no matter what. 3,000 years ago, There was a man by the name of Naaman, who served as a commander of the army of Syria. Now, Naaman was a strong man of military strength, and he served as the commander of the Syrian army for a king by the name of Hadadazar. We're told in 2 Kings chapter 5 that Naaman found favor in the sight, in the eyes of the king. What makes it interesting is that the reason he found favor is because he brought victory for Syria over Israel. And what makes it even more interesting is that both Naaman and his king were pagans. At the time, Israel, the northern kingdom, had separated from the southern kingdom, Judah, for nearly 80 years. Most of Israel's kings during that time had fallen into spiritual degradation, adultery within the land. The kings were introducing idolatry throughout the land amongst the people. And so God subjects the people of Israel to discipline through the nations in order to try to draw them back in repentance. But most of the people, even through that discipline and that subjection to other nations, they still continue to worship golden calves and other false gods. However, the scripture tells us that a remnant of people remained and chose to continue worshiping the true God. Now, it was likely during one of the Syrian raids that Naaman's maidservant was captured. She probably came from one of those families that remained faithful to God, even in spite of her king at the time, a man by the name of Jehoram, we're told, the scripture says, that he did evil in the sight of the Lord. Naaman's maidservant was a young girl, abducted from her home, and she was brought to her enemy's house instead. Now this unnamed girl, <laughs> she had a great deal of influence on a number of people of great position in her days. She had the ear of an army commander. She had the ear of the commander's wife. She had the, king, the ear of two kings, the king of Aram and the king of Israel the question is, why would someone listen to this maidservant or this slave girl? Why did she have so much influence in the place that she was at? The Bible doesn't tell us exactly why, but we can guess kind of like Joseph at the time of Pharaoh. It's because God had favor upon her. And he had favor upon her because she chose to follow God no matter what, no matter her circumstances, she chose to continue following God. Living as a slave in a foreign land was a life chosen for this young girl. She didn't ask for it, this was thrown upon her. However, she chose to see herself not as a slave, but she chose to see herself as God's child in the midst of this foreign land. She chose to act on the truth of God's promise. And she chose to act on the promises that her parents had likely taught her when she was growing up. The result of her choice was life-changing for her master Naaman. Knowing about Naaman's leprosy, she said to her mistress, if only my master were with the prophet Elisha, who is in Samaria, for he would heal him of his leprosy. This maidservant who had been captured and carried away sought to continue extending love to her enemy and care that the master might find healing, and she told his wife the source and the place of that healing. We know that Naaman was saved from the ravages of the disease and from alienation and judgment from God when he believed in him. The scripture tells us that Naaman says in 2 Kings chapter 5 verse 15, "Now I know that there is no god in all the world except in Israel." He follows what this maidservant tells him to go to Elisha. He takes permission from his king. And when he goes, at first, he's uncomfortable with this idea of bathing in the Jordan. An image that we know all too well to be a shadow of baptism. What made Naaman's maidservant memorable is that she lived, not as a maidservant of Naaman, but that she lived as a maidservant of the Lord. She lived for God no matter the circumstances. No matter what, she continued to submit and walk faithfully with God. Today's gospel tells us about another woman who wasn't forced to be a maidservant, but she chose to be one. She chose to live as a a maidservant. She chose to live for God no matter what was placed upon her. We read today about the Virgin Mary. 2,000 years ago, she was approached by the archangel. Gabriel comes to her, and he approaches her, and she was troubled when he greeted her, saying, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst women. Now, you and I might hear that and feel like that's not a very disconcerting message. But... Why it was for St. Mary uncomfortable is that from a young age, she had been dedicated as a maidservant of the temple. And she had chosen to see herself as a maidservant of the Lord. All she could ask herself is, what sort of greeting is this? How could someone call me the blessed of, of the Lord, highly favored one, blessed among women? because she saw herself as a maidservant of the Lord. Trying to provide peace to her, Gabriel tells her, don't be afraid. You found favor with God, and you're going to conceive, right? Trying to comfort her. Don't be afraid, you're going to conceive. And bring forth a son, and shall call his name... Jesus He will be great and be called the Son of the highest, and the Lord God him will give him the throne of his father David, and will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Saint. Mary, of course, asks the only question that makes any kind of sense, how can this be, I don't know, a man. Like, this is not possible. What is it that you are telling me? When the archangel responds to her that the Holy Spirit would come upon her and that the Holy One who was born of her would be called the Son of God, St. Mary responds, Behold the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your words. In other words, she would continue living for God no matter what. No matter the circumstances, she would choose to live for God. She would continue to be a maidservant of the Lord. Sometimes in life, things are imposed upon you. Things might be thrown at you. You might have moved or been moved to a different part of the country or across the world against your will. Believe me, I know what it's like to have moved quite a bit. We moved so much when I was younger, people didn't know if my dad was in the military, if he was in the Egyptian mafia and we were like fleeing the police, or if we were in witness protection program. Like, we moved around a lot, and that can be like very destabilizing to move so much. Living in a new place can be tough, and being with people who see you as less. Than human can break the spirit of most people. But Naaman's maidservant is a wonderful example of living for God, no matter what the circumstances are. After all, she knew that before anything else, she was God's child. We walk by faith, not by sight. When it seems like a huge responsibility is being thrown upon you and cast upon your shoulders... This can crush a lot of people. Having such an immense weight of an extraordinary destiny placed upon your shoulders can be a big burden to handle, too much to handle. St. Mary is a beautiful model for us of choosing to live for God no matter what. You may be in a stage of life when you don't know what sort of job you're going to have, or if you're even going to have a job. What college you're going to go to. How your health is going to be cared for. How you're going to pay the bills this month. You may feel trapped or stuck in a situation you wish you could get out of. Your circumstances may feel unfair or hopeless. This morning is an opportunity for you to tell the Lord that you're going to choose to trust Him no matter what. That you're going to choose to live for Him through those circumstances no matter what else is going on around you. This morning's Gospel in Matins, someone screams out from the crowd to the Lord, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breast that nursed you. And the Lord responded More blessed than that are those who hear the word and do it. Blessed are those who choose to trust in him and walk in obedience to him, no matter what's going on around them. We may be tempted to comfort ourselves with a pint of ice cream or binging a TV show. We may be tempted to lash out at other people or we can choose to make ourselves a maidservant of the Lord, to trust in Him no matter what. The good news that is that in choosing to put your trust in the Lord, you're both trusting ultimately in the gift of eternal life that has been prepared for you in Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, and that the Holy Spirit will come upon you, that the power of the Most High will overshadow you. There's no better way to live in life than choosing to trust God. Choosing to trust Him no matter what. And there's no more important prayer you can offer the Lord this morning than, Lord, I choose to trust You no matter what else is going on around me. I invite you this morning to take account of your life. And to consider the things that may feel like a burden, may have been thrust upon you, may be burdening your soul, may be tugging at you. And you offer to the Lord that simple prayer, Lord, I choose to walk by faith, not by sight. I choose to trust you and walk faithfully with you, no matter the circumstances around you. All glory be to God forever in them.